Welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. My name is Claudia Neilshaw and I'm a marketing educator and strategist. Over the last 10 years, I've empowered women like you across the business world to step into the most confident version of themselves through coaching and marketing consulting. Too many women are hiding their incredible message and skills from the world. It's my job to uncover your genius and help you make your next power move. Because women like you change the world and the world needs more of that. I'm here to help you elevate your voice and create your own daughter opportunity. So, are you ready? Welcome to episode seven, Take It to Heaven. That's what I try and do every single uh, time I record an episode is to rhyme the word with the number. It's not working, although I thought seven and heaven was pretty clever. Welcome to this really exciting episode. I'm interviewing someone who I've known for a long time and her name is Claudia. My name is Claudia. So it's going to get a little bit confusing when you're listening or I, I think you'll figure out pretty quick. Um, how to tell the difference between our voices. But Claudia Brooks is an incredible Sydney-based buyer's agent. She is the person you go to when you want to find your dream home or investment property to build a life that you really want to live and to also build the wealth that you want to create through property. Claudia has an amazing story, nurturing a passion that she had for business and property since she was super young and going to open homes with her family um, all the way through to the incredible career that she has created for herself. This episode, we explore what it actually means to be a buyer's agent, her journey in business, and also some really great tips for you on how to secure your own property and some of the um, important expertise that you should know. Claudia has an incredible uh, story of persistence and passion and determination. She's built her own incredible property portfolio so far, and I'm super inspired by this episode. So please enjoy it. Claudia Brooks, buyer's agent extraordinaire. Welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm really well. And before we get into our conversation today, I have a confession to make to everybody listening. Uh, Claude and I go way back. You'll notice that we have similar names. She's a Claudia, I'm a Claudia, and we are also sisters. And no, our parents did not give birth to us and then decide to give us the same name. We are stepsisters and we've been in each other's lives for 25 years. We're all, gosh, 20 something years now. Something um, like that. Something like that, a long time. But it is amusing that we have the same name. It is very amusing. And I love getting people all mixed up and, and confused about it. It's very funny. Which cloud or which Claude is it? I know. Take your pick. Take your pick, exactly. But Claude, I'm so um, pleased that you have agreed to come on the podcast today. And I would love you to share with the Power Moves audience. Who are you? What do you do? What are you all about? Yeah, definitely. So um, who am I? Good question. So um, back at school, I loved all things business. Um, I I knew I wanted to do a business degree straight away, so I jumped straight into my business degree. Um, From there, I became really, I loved everything about property. I found myself on realestate.com scrolling just for fun going, you know, one day I'm going to own one of these. 
Um, and that's where I got my first job in commercial real estate. Um, so I worked in commercial real estate, which has been really great um, learning curve. And from there, that's when I decided I wanted to save up for my first property. I was about 18, 19 at the time. Um, so saved up, took a few years, um, worked in also, you know, residential leasing. I've worked for a developer and a builder, which has been really great um, experience. And from there, I went and purchased my first property. Um, COVID had just hit. So it was, uh, everyone thought it was a really terrible time to purchase a property. And I thought it's a great time to purchase a property <laughs> because there was no competition. Um, and that's when I picked up my first property. I was about 21. Uh, it was a little one bedroom in freshwater. Um, and it has done wonders over the last couple of years. Um, and from there, I found myself helping friends on the weekends, looking at properties, um, reading through strata reports, helping them put offers on properties. Um, and I realized, wow, I just love doing this. Uh, it doesn't feel like a job to me. It's more of a passion and an interest. And um, I was like, I wonder if I could do this as a living. And I quite literally Googled, like, how to help people buy property for a living or something like that, um, literally. And a buyer's agent popped up and I thought, that is me to a T. Um, so that's when I decided to interview um, with the local buyer's agency on the Northern Beaches and I'm now in my third year of being a buyer's agent. Um, I love it. I've bought countless homes for anything from first home buyers that just don't know the process um, to downsizers that just want to pay for professional advice. Um, and I just love every minute of it. Thank you for sharing that. And it's really interesting when you kind of follow your nose a little bit in what you're interested in. I remember when you were leaving school and you'd said, you know, I'm really interested in property. I'm really interested in business. I'm kind of going to see where this takes me. Mm. But what I think is quite unique about your experience is that you've kind of dabbled in a whole range of different spaces within property. You didn't just mm -hmm. go into real estate and say, no. I'm just going to do this. You've mm -hmm. actually been able to see it from many different perspectives from, you know, the perspective of being a real estate agent, of being in leasing, of being in property development, and now as a buyer's agent, how do you think that supports you now in building your practice as a buyer's agent? What do your clients get from you that they might not get from other people? It's huge. I think um, when I wanted to dabble in property and I didn't know what I wanted to do, I almost looked at it as an elimination process. Um, I thought, let's just start somewhere, see if I like it, see if I hate it, we'll work backwards from there. And then all of a sudden, um, that's where I found buyer's agent really was my calling. In terms of in adding value to clients, I think because I come from so many different areas, so in terms of my construction background, I know how to do development applications on client behalf. So I know what you can do um, in terms of renovating if you're going to need council approval. I also know if you can do it through a private certifier, which is a lot of, it's a much quicker process when doing your developments. Um, I've also purchased property. You know, I've got two properties now and I've been through the process. So I come from a property investment point of view. So when you're buying, um, you know, a property, I'm also thinking about the resale, um, you know, the resale potential. I'm thinking about 
long term if this is going to be if you want to rent it out you know are you going to be able to achieve that um so i come from a lot of different backgrounds i've also come from a leasing perspective where i'm also thinking you know when we're going to have to rent this out for you later on you know is it going to get the right you know rental potential um so i've also worked for you know a developer where i think you know i'm checking the zonings i'm on council website looking up what zoning is this in? Are you going to have any neighbouring developments happening next door? And I know all of that because I can draw in from all my different level of experiences and in different areas of um, property. So it's been very, very helpful. I'd love to know from um, your perspective of knowing pretty early on that you wanted to purchase property, you saw it as something that was going to be valuable to your journey and your creation of your own wealth, Tell me what that was like as a young woman in your 20s trying to secure your first property. What were you thinking about? It was very challenging. I definitely had a big dream and I was trying to work out where to start. Um, The first thing I did was just break down the steps. I think someone just told me, don't worry about everything, just start and then you can figure it out along the way. Um, so for me, it was just about getting educated. That was number one. I binge listened to podcasts. I watched and watched TV shows. I read books. I got so educated that all of a sudden this big, scary dream turned into, actually, I think I can do this. Mm. Um, and it was just about breaking down the steps. You didn't have to know everything. What I wanted to do is buy a property on the Northern Beaches by myself Um, you know starting saving at 19 it does sound like a pretty unrealistic you know target for a lot of people but what I did realize is I thought you know what I'm just going to work backwards from here Um, and you know my biggest advice was education Um, I got so educated that I felt like I could go out there and you know achieve anything and I think Things like buying property, making money, building businesses, these big milestones in our lives that can feel really scary and sometimes a little bit unattainable and actually sitting down and saying, well, what is the end game? And if I was to reverse engineer the success, what would it look like? And I do find with a lot of women in business that I speak to, because they are building businesses, they're putting themselves out there all the time. It all relies on them generating mm-hmm. the money, mm-hmm. generating the leads, generating clients into their business. And then when they're thinking about their own wealth creation strategy, sometimes property can feel quite unattainable, particularly mm. in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I love that you're saying, you know, you really focused on getting educated. What advice would you have for women of any age who mm-hmm. are wanting to bring property into their wealth strategy? Mm-hmm. The first thing is having the right team. So you need to have a, a really good team that can advise you on your personal circumstances. So if you're not sure about where you stand with money, you need to chat to a really great mortgage broker. You need to chat to, you know, uh, you know, maybe your accountant or whoever you need to be able to advise you on your situation. Um, a mortgage broker is great because they'll tell you where you need to be to be in a position to, you know, go and get pre-approval and, and, and do X, Y, Z. So my biggest advice would be building the right team. 
um, you know, making sure you've got your accountant, tax advisor, all of that. Um, and then from there, I think just breaking down the steps. You don't always have to buy in Sydney. Um, Sydney is incredibly expensive. And if you're looking at building wealth and it's going to be an investment property, don't be afraid to look outside New South Wales. Um, it's a lot more affordable. You're going to get great returns. You're not going to be out of pocket each week just trying to cover all your mortgages. Um, there And there's some a lot of great, much more attainable um, properties that are outside New South Wales. So I would definitely recommend, um, you know, looking elsewhere, not just in Sydney, to invest your money. And with things like rising interest rates, people are saying, are we going into a recession? Property demand's crazy. It can really stimulate a lot of fear within people that stops them from taking action. What do you see or what are your predictions in the next 12 months of what you think is going to happen in property? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would love to have, you know, a uh, magic eight ball, but um, unfortunately, (laughs) I know it's a really good question. It's really tough to predict what's going on. I think particularly on the Northern beaches um, during this time, there is a lot of people, there's a lot of anxious people. There's a lot of stressed people. You can feel it. You can just feel it out, out there in the atmosphere. You know, people are just not sure what to do. The problem is, is when they're not sure what to do, they don't do anything. So people don't sell property. And the problem is, is there's no stock at the moment because no one's selling because Mm. they don't feel like they're going to, you know, it's not going to be a grey market to sell them with all the negative media. Um, However, there are a lot of, lot of buyers out there at the moment. And I think we've seen with COVID in the past, especially on the lower North Shore and Northern Beaches, there is always demand for real estate around yes. here. Um, we have a lot of downsizers that are selling up and they can't wait for a you know better market or, or, or more positive media. Um, they just need to sell. Um, so there are always going to be opportunities popping up. Um, so, yeah, future predictions. I think the stock levels are going to remain um, really um, small. Yeah, um, which means there's going to be higher buyer activity. It's very competitive at the moment. I do think there will, you know, there's always going to be casualties with these interest rate rises, but I think it's more going to be people's investment stock that will be first to go. Yes. Not so much the owner-occupier homes that most people are looking for on the northern beaches. And, Claude, I want to know a little bit more about how you've built your buyer's agency practice within an agency of what what was your approach when you first got into this business how did you feel like you needed to show up yeah so I definitely needed to put myself out there um and the first thing I did was network um so I I went to as many networking events as I could um, I also um, won a few awards, which was really important. Um, so, you know, I, I, I went up against and won the REINSW award, which was New South Wales, and the Australian one. Um, I was the runner-up for the um, REB awards, which is Real Estate Business Awards. Um, so getting that recognition, um, you know, was really, really important. I think social proof is everything. Mm. Um, you know, if, if 
people are looking at you against someone else, you know, you need to have that point of difference. And especially when you're starting out, um, testimonials are huge. I always, always ask for testimonials. Uh, that's really important because there's nothing, you know, you know, when people read your online reviews, you know, it's really, it, it does do a lot. Um, my social media presence, um, hard work keeping up with all your social media, but yeah. super important staying relevant. Yes. Um, so constantly posting on social media um, and just getting yourself out there. You'd be surprised how many people start recognising you before you recognise them. Yes. Go, oh, I saw you at this or I saw you at that. And you think, you know what? I'm just going to go to as many auctions as I can on Saturday, regardless of if I'm bidding. Mm. Just, you know, I'm going to be a familiar face in the area. Yep. The other thing I did is I started to run, obviously, free events for first home buyers um, and things like that. So where people can come along and I can give them, um, you know, just some tips and tricks on how to get into the property market, which has been, you know, a huge success as well. So just by putting out content, um, that's been really important and kind of getting your name out there for the first few years. There's so many really crucial things that you said there. And I, I think the overarching theme is if you want to be known by your industry and by your clients, you must make an effort to consistently put yourself out there. And you said familiarity in particular locations where your ideal clients are hanging out, people who are going to auctions and they're missing out and they're saying, why am I missing out on these? People who are pounding the pavement every weekend, trying to find property, they're unsuccessful and they're looking for someone who can get them in through the back door or have more of an expertise of how to approach it. And I think for many women in business, um, sometimes it's less about trying to be the absolute best about what uh, best at what you do and mm -hmm. more about how visible can mm -hmm. I make myself in this market? Definitely. And I think what I've always told myself is I'm not going to be the target market for every, like everyone's not my target market. It's yeah. just a like a specific person um, in the area um, with a, you know, specific what they're looking for. Yeah. So I don't have to make sure I'm everywhere. I just have to make sure I'm in the, areas that are important to my business. Totally. And I often say to people, where does your dream client hang out? What mm. do they hang out on the weekends? What do they hang out during the week? What does their life look like? Because once you truly understand what their life looks like, what they care about the most, what motivates them, what problems and desires they have, you have a much clearer understanding of how to directly support them to get where they want to go rather than going out and saying, Hey, I'm a buyer's agent. I can buy you anything. I can buy any person, any house. Nobody can see themselves in the stories that you're telling. And those testimonials are mm. incredible examples of mm. the success you've had with people. Yeah, no, it's been a really great journey. Um, and yeah, I mean, the more you put yourself out there, you just, it, it's a snowball effect. Um, you know, once you get one client, they talk about you, you get a testimonial, then you post it on your socials, and then it just builds from there. Um, and, you know, persistence is key. Yes. Sure. Yes. And and I, I think, um, again, coming back to that message of it's it's not about being the best. It's basically about being in as many places as you can be and as being as visible as possible. Definitely. Have there been times, you know, in your 
experience as a buyer's agent building this new practice? Have there been times where, you know, you haven't felt confident or you felt nervous about putting yourself out there? What were the things that you did to overcome that? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, sometimes all you want to do is get a client on board and then you get a client on board and you go, oh, my gosh, I hope I can help this client, you know, and all of a sudden you feel nervous, but that's good. Um, That means that you care and you want to make sure you're doing the right, you know, a really good job for your client. Yes. Um, I would say in terms of coming, you know, with challenges, that really comes down to the confidence and, you know, what you know. Um, so it would come back to me making sure I'm educated, I'm staying on top of the market, I'm going to as many auctions as possible, I'm going to things that are relevant to those clients as well. If they're looking at a two-bedroom apartment, I'm going to go to all the two-bedroom apartments, I'm going to see what they're selling for, I'm going to chat to the agents, so I have the right relevant information for them. And as soon as you feel like you're across what they're looking for, you understand what's happening in that market, in that area, um, all of a sudden you just feel so confident about what you're talking about and you have to back yourself. That You know, they're hiring you to do a job and um, you need to be confident you need to back yourself. Mm. And if that means you have to do, you know, three times the amount of work until you feel like you know that area of the market well, well, then so yep. be it. Mm. You know, it's always changing. Um, and, yeah, my biggest advice would just be, to get out there and understand it and it's like when you had to do a you know presentation at uni and if you didn't know what you're talking about you were terrified mm. but if you knew what you're talking about it's like give me a microphone I could talk all day totally and, yeah. and I think there is something about immersing yourself in those spaces until you do feel confident and yeah. also each client that you work with is more evidence that you're doing an awesome job and being able to look back and use those examples of saying Actually, I recently bought a two-bedroom apartment for this kind of person. These were the challenges that we ran into. This is the area they wanted. And actually what we discovered was they didn't like it at all. They were looking for something that was, you know, more in in this space. Um, And so I think it's so crucial to really keep your finger on the pulse of what your dream clients want. Definitely. And you have to... You know, you have to scratch every itch. Like you don't just want to go, no, I don't think it's going to suit you. You need to explore that. You need to actually go, let's actually go check that out. I know it's not got nothing to do with your brief, but let's check it out. Um, And all of a sudden they go, you know what? I never considered this. Um, And all of a sudden you're exploring these ideas and you'd be so surprised what comes out of that. Don't just focus on what you think they want because at the end of the day, they're hiring you to do a job and sometimes they don't even know what they want. Often they don't know what they want. I think that applies in every business. You often are trying to give your clients what they want so you can give them what they actually need, um, which is so, so, so crucial. Claude, I ask every guest on this podcast Uh, about a power move that they have made in their business or in their life recently. Is there one that you would like to share with us? Definitely. I think my power move recently would be I hosted my first first home buyer property event. Um, So that was exciting. I was a little bit nervous when I got to the venue hoping that anyone would show up. Always the way. I know. 
but we had about 70 people show up. Wow, congratulations. Um, so it was really, really good. And once I was up there presenting, I was on a roll and I just, I was on a high after that event. Like it was just so exciting. It was like just watching everyone in the crowd with their notepad on, like scribbling yeah. notes as I was talking. Yeah. It was so exciting. And you know, right, like there's just such out there for first time buyers buying property right now. It's really tough. Um, it is challenging. There's so much information. It's very competitive, especially the Sydney market. So it was actually really nice to feel like you're helping people. Mm. Um, there's nothing more satisfying than helping someone and then, then coming back and doing something, go, you know, I used your advice for this and that. So, um, yeah, my my event, and I'm sure there'll be many more to come. Stay tuned. Absolutely. And I, I'm sure there are many people listening who, whether they are first home buyers themselves or whether they've got kids or someone they know, being able to go to an event and again, really embrace that education and saying, what do I need to know in order to get where I need to go? Um, but Claude, tell me, how can people find you if they want to connect with you, they want to find more out uh, more out about what you do? Definitely. So you can get me on Instagram or my Facebook. So Instagram is Claude Brooks Buyers Agent. Um, and then it's the same on Facebook. Um, otherwise, I work for a company called Porter's House Buyers Agent. So if you look up their website, you can find me. Um, and yeah, please reach out if you have any questions or if you ever just want to chat or get some advice. Um, I'm more than happy to, you know, connect, connect with everyone. Um, and, you know, I'll be running future events and workshops in the future. So definitely stay in touch and reach out. Claude Brooks, sister from another mister, but definitely <laughs> stepsisters. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Lots of love. And Thanks. talk to you very soon. Thanks for having me, Cloud. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Power Moves Only podcast has been brought to you by the Power Moves Club, a membership for women in business who want to learn, grow and connect together. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Thank you for being along this journey. I can't wait to bring you more. Have an amazing day.